Welcome to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. Visit our website at www.gtransformationacademy.com, where you can download our free How to Track Macros guide. This guide has helped over 15,000 people start their macro tracking journey. Welcome back to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. This week, we're going to teach you guys all about our meal prep strategy. So let's get started. So we're going to give you guys our tips this week on how we have been doing our meal prep strategy for probably, God, what, since 2013? Yeah, it's been, it's been about, yeah, it's been eight years. It's been a long time and it's evolved a lot, but clearly we've lost a whole bunch of weight. We've helped a whole bunch of people. So I think it must be working, but our schedule has definitely changed over the years. I mean, we went from both of us being in corporate America, working full-time jobs, trying to figure it out. And then me, I went part-time from home in 2015 full-time from home 2017. It got a little bit easier. And we even had a meal prep company back in, I think it was like 2017, 2018. So if that's like enough credentials to let you know we're pretty fucking good at this. We used to do a whole bunch of meal prep every weekend for ourselves and other people. And then COVID happened and then we were home together. So our schedule has changed from us being in corporate America together and then being home together. And after COVID um, about a year ago, we ended up a little more than a year ago, we ended up working full time together. So now Mm -hmm. we work completely from home. So we'll give you guys the strategy that we've done back when we were both busy and the strategy that we're typically doing now. So let's talk about our old meal prep strategy and how that went. Yeah, (laughs) old meal prep strategy. I was in a job where I worked a lot of hours, like some of you may be. And some of you are like, oh, it's impossible. It's not impossible. It, it, sometimes it can be challenging. But the way we set it up was that we knew that we were meal prep on Sundays and Wednesdays. It started off just Sundays, but then my wife got to where she wanted fresh meat uh, all oh, week. So we started, we threw Wednesdays in too. But Sundays we knew I was off. So that would be a free day. We can go in there and knock out as much meal prep as possible. And then Wednesday night, we would just go back and rehit it and then get new fresh meat and veggies ready to go for the week. But it wasn't just about the fresh meat. Sometimes by Thursday, the thought that I was eating the potatoes that we cooked on Sunday, like I just couldn't do it. And even he was getting picky. Like Thursday morning when he would leave for work, like he would leave, he would go. And then I would come behind him because I got up later because he was up at like 5 a.m. And I would see all the meal prep in the refrigerator. Literally, there were times that you told me, fuck that meal prep, because you were like, I've been eating this shit all week. And then you didn't want to eat it anymore. Yeah. So I was kind of like, well, maybe if we make it fresher or we change what it was, that would definitely help. So when we see people prep for five days a week, I can definitely understand why people don't want to eat it, especially if every meal is the same twice a day, every day for five days, by the time you've eaten it four times, come Tuesday evening or Tuesday lunch, whatever it is, I can understand that you don't want to eat it. So me being someone that has coached people saying, I don't want to eat the meal prep, I get it. And then I've seen my husband not eat the meal prep. Yeah, because realistically, I mean, realistically, 
some foods just don't taste as well or smell as well after they've Broccoli. been in the refrigerator four or five days. Yeah, I've definitely been at work in my office and opened my lunch bag and smelled something and been like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just go to the store and, <laughs> and buy a bag of salad mix and a bag of chicken strips or whatever. You know, they have the uh, the grilled chicken strips that come in the bag where you can just warm them up in the microwave or just throw them in the salad cold uh-huh. instead of just going all off, off track. So yeah, yeah, I can agree. It was on me too. And then we fed the meal prep to our dog. So she was like <laughs> super content about that. But yeah, we had to end up switching because it gave us more food variety and it also took the pressure off of us to cook all the food on Sunday. We've had people message and DM us and say, hey, we love your meal prep strategy and all of the things that we see you guys making on your stories and whatever. But a lot of people were telling us things were taking them five or six hours. The meal prep strategy we're gonna give you guys today like typically takes us 90-ish minutes just depending on how you decide to cook the meat, you know, what your preference is. But if you're in the kitchen for more than two hours, you guys, like I'm telling you that you're definitely doing something wrong. So our old schedule used to be Sunday. Then the food would almost run out. We would make some extra stuff on Wednesday night, maybe take like what, another 60 minutes on Wednesday. It was like a few things. Mm -hmm. And then typically, did you eat out at work on Friday? Sometimes. I mean, only like if I had a cheat meal or whatever, but typically I wouldn't eat out on Fridays because I only wanted to eat out once a week. And then uh, at that time, and then my wife, she didn't like when I ate out with other people instead of her. Cause she, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, you love, she loved to go somewhere, go do something. I like to eat out with my Especially husband. when I was vegan. You love to go to the vegan restaurants. Oh, my God. But I'm so in love with him. I can't help it. I'm <laughs> so jealous about not being his food daddy. So if my coworkers are listening to this, my old coworkers, y'all know why I used to turn y'all down on the Fridays. Now, I will say on Fridays when I started working by myself, I would work sometimes half day or go to the coffee shop and there was the salad I would always get on Friday. So I'd have to worry about meal prep and I would get the salad at the coffee shop and it was pretty good. But I mean, typically we go out to dinner still, not every week, maybe like two to three weekends a month. So sometimes Friday and Saturday we're going out. So you got to be mindful if you're prepping more food on Wednesday, like be real with yourself. Are you realistically going to eat it? on Friday night and Saturday? Are you someone that has pizza night on Friday? Do you do brunch or breakfast at IHOP, you know, every other week with your kids? So, I mean, you know, when you're tracking macros, you can be more flexible and have higher carb and higher calorie days on those days. And you don't necessarily need meal prep. You might want to kind of just wing it, cook fresh things on Saturday, fresh things on Sunday. Maybe you go out twice between Thursday and Sunday. So just make sure, you know, however much you may be prepping on that second day, it's not too much. But our new schedule is definitely different. (laughs) Since we both work from home in the same space every single week. It's not as strict as it was before. So we had our days before where we would go Sunday and Wednesday. We still typically do at least one on the weekend, Mm -hmm. but we may do it two days during the week. We may do it one day during the week. It just depends on how that week is set up. The other thing we do is now we kind of mix and match sometimes. So before it was pretty much always me doing the proteins or whatever. And uh, I would knock out a carb every now and again. She would always do vegetables and most of the time carbs. Now we pretty much rotate. Like 
if I'm available and she has a busy day, I'll knock it all out or I'll knock out the cards and veggies. If I'm running around, because I do a lot of running around with our son, taking him here and there, I may start the meet and she may finish it. It's just, you got to do what works. And right now, like we have the freedom to move around as we, as we want. So it makes it a lot easier now. But his meat tastes better now. <laughs> I, it was hard for me to say that. His meat <laughs> tastes better because, and I mean, you can go ahead and throw out your other Instagram page there. You have a smoke uh, page. Yeah. I, I got another page. It's called Smoke Poppy. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I like to smoke on the grill. I mean, a lot of what we're talking about is meal prep. It's definitely an entirely different approach than barbecuing, which I love to do as well. I love the barbecue. I love the smoked meat. Um, those are going to be more of your fattier meats, which will end up being a little unhealthier. Um, and you approach it different. Like you, you put stuff on the meat that you would never put on meal prep. On meal prep, I'm meal prepping most of the time lower fat meats. And I'm not going to add any extra ingredients on there. Like sometimes... When you're cooking, when you're uh, smoking, you may have to add a little oil on the meat so it crisps at the end. Or you may have to throw a little brown sugar on there to make mm. the outside a little bit, <laughs> a little sweeter at the end. You don't do those things with meal prep. You don't do those things with meal prep. You leave the meat as it is, you season the hell out of it, and then you cook it good. I mean, it still tastes great. It does. It definitely does. So, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit different. I mean, most of the stuff that grows on the grill, he does. If it's something cooked in the kitchen some way, how? Like, I typically do it, but, like, it works for us not having set days because we're a team. And we just communicate just well in our marriage, period. And we know if there's, if there's no food in the house and we're out of food, like, it's not going to be nice around here. Like, I get hangry. He gets antsy when there isn't protein and he can't hit his protein goal, which is like definitely more than 100 grams than what I'm eating every day. But like shit gets real when we run out of food and we refuse to be someone that just goes out and eats. I know a lot of people when they run on meal prep, they'll just eat whatever. Like we might find something easy to get that'll like suffice. Like we might go to Chipotle. We might go to this little taco place down the street where it's easy to track and get like two tacos a piece. But we're, we're going to eat that while we're cooking the meal prep to get back on, mm-hmm. on track. Like meal prep is completely essential. And we tell our clients this all the time. If you have 30 minutes and you have no food to eat for the rest of the week and you're not going to hit your macros or you can do your workout. I want you to take that 30 minutes and go figure out how to get food. I want you buying it, cooking it. I want you getting it through shipped Instacart. I don't care who, you know, putting in a meal prep order that delivered to the house. If that takes you 30 minutes to get online and do it, like meal prep is essential for us just to like, just live, operate. It's not even about like staying lean. Like it just makes everything else go like money and food are things that piss people off really, really quickly and their loved ones. So, I mean, we have to have food, but like we communicate so well in our marriage. I know if we're running out of meat, he's about to get a little antsy. Like he knows if there's nothing else to eat in the fridge and like I'm back to back from calls, meetings, whatever it's going to be, like it's about to get like our marriage will be affected if there isn't any food to eat in the house. (laughs) She gets, yeah, she gets angry 
You don't want to be around when she gets angry. So, I mean, it's basically meal prep. I'm sorry, it's basically teamwork. So, like, we'll anticipate what the other person needs. And like he said, he'll hop in or I'll hop in and like, we'll just get it done because we're not going to go to McDonald's. We're not going to go to Taco Bell and just live like that because the food eventually has to get cooked. But now, you know, two days a week, pretty much the same way. And if we want something else special, we just make it on a different day. And the same goes for you guys. If there's something you want to have and you don't have that prep, you don't have to just eat your meal prep. If it's fitting your macros, it's fitting your goals, and you want to make mini pizzas, like go ahead and do those things. But let's talk about the strategy of like what we cook and how much we cook. You want to talk about it? Uh, I can talk about it. When you think of meal prep, you got to think in macros. So you got to think in your proteins, your carbs, your fat. What we do is we use the 2-2-2 method. So we at least cook two from each source. So two proteins, two carbs, two fats, just to make sure you have it. For example, we might cook chicken breast. We might cook chicken thighs. We might cook chicken breast. We might cook steak. Like it just depends. Typically, we will have one lower fat option and one higher fat option because she eats a lot. Her macros are a lot lower than mine. Then she definitely has to have that lower fat option, whereas I can substitute and eat the higher fat option for half the day and the lower fat option for the rest of the day. Then our go to carbs are rice and potatoes. Of course, bread, you don't have to cook, but rice and potatoes are one we typically go to all the time. And then vegetables, we do do quinoa as well. And then vegetables, we'll go uh, broccoli, green beans. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. I like those fresh and crispy. Yeah, Brussels sprouts. We don't do asparagus as much anymore. No, we don't. The asparagus has been like, the quality's been shitty. Like yeah. they're real stringy now. I don't like it. Like, mm-mm-mm. And if we yeah. cook the vegetables, we might just cook like enough for a day. Mm-hmm. And that's because we work from home and we can make them fresher. Yeah. But we recommend you guys do like three days worth of veggies. But like two, two, two. When like was, what are your favorites? Yeah. When I was working still, when I still had my job, though, I would always buy the steamables as well. So anytime you run low on your vegetables, you just grab a pack of steam, bag of steamables, throw it in your lunch bag with the rest of your food. And you can throw the whole steamable bag of veggies in the microwave and then you're good on your, you're good on your veggies. Mm-hmm. That makes it way easier. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to like other ways that you guys can do vegetables, air fry them, you can roast them, you can grill them, you can steam them, you can bake them. We have this little blue steamer pot. It was from one of those like catalog companies, uh, the right Pamper, the Pampered Chef. Yeah. It's like a $14 steam pot that we've had since I used to be employed so definitely at least seven years strong it's like this blue container with this lid with steam holes and it was like 14 or 15 dollars and we even do potatoes we put potatoes in there we did that today we put them in the microwave and then it steams them and then you can bring them out still to you do garlic salt pepper lemon pepper just salt you know fancy whatever barbecue mediterranean whatever seasoning you want like you can do that in that steam pot and it makes it really easy and it's super easy to clean too so pamper chef has that thing carbohydrates we'll do that all kind of ways like we'll do some of the baked potatoes we'll steam the potatoes we'll do instant pot yeah we'll instant pot them sometimes or slow cook them and we don't have an instant pot but we have a slow it's like what is that thing it's It's like like a a rice maker 
Yeah. It's a rice maker, slow cooker, slash Instapot. It's like all the it's things. It's got like eight one. functions. Yeah. And it yeah. was like $40 or something. It's yeah. Aroma brand, A-R-O-M-A. But we'll do like red potatoes and do them in there. Like it's really, really easy. Mm-hmm. And so like while things are steaming and baking, then we have food on top of the stove, like proteins or we'll have food on the grill. Like the grill stuff usually takes the longest. So when I was like 90 minutes, like that's the grill. But most of the things that you guys can make that require baking or cooking on top of the stove or in one of those steam things, like some of that stuff's 30 minutes. Like your chicken breast on a pan, 30 minutes. So when people are like five or six hours, I'm like, are you cooking one thing waiting and then putting the other thing in? I recommend putting the thing that takes longest in the oven, on the stove, whatever, first and then start getting the other things ready. And if you're feeling like really overwhelmed, like clean and dice your vegetables and carbs the day before, put them in the refrigerator, then you bring them out on Sunday, start the meat first and then do everything else. And it should only take you 90 minutes. And if you're someone that doesn't know how to cook, no shame. Like I, I was gonna butcher the whole song, Cardi B song, I don't cook, I don't clean. Let me tell you, I got this ring. But if you don't have time or you don't cook or you don't want to cook in bulk because it's just you, you're single, you're traveling, whatever. Let me tell you, there's like so many options of things that are easy and we work from home and we still do them. Chicken sausages are so easy. You can, and they're they're pre-cooked. So you can cook them in a skillet, warm them up, roll them around all sides, 10 minutes. On a pan in the oven, like 15 minutes. Ground meat, like a pound, takes 10 minutes, especially if you start cooking it with the lid on top. Crock pot, you can do it and walk away. Three hours on high or six hours on low when you guys are gone. Instapot also. Air fryer, if your meat is thawed, it's like, what, 20 minutes for most, like, raw meat now? Like, air fryer is like the game changer for meal prep. Like, so easy. And these are, like, all the protein things. But you can also buy cooked shrimp thaw it overnight and then because it's already cooked if you get it deveined and then no tails on it like you already have the shrimp if you want to throw that in the pan and then season it further to kind of make it like a cooked shrimp dish like that's easy rotisserie chicken is like pre-made pre-cooked for you and I know some people get grossed out about rotisserie chicken have you seen all that stuff on Instagram some of you guys are putting gloves on when they shred up the, the whole chicken, they don't like wow. to touch the skin. But they eat it? <laughs> yes, they're uh, like, oh, yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah. We, t- we will tear up a rotisserie chicken. Hey, when I used to ride, I used to ride a motorcycle. So when I used to ride my motorcycle to work, like I couldn't take my lunch bag because I had to take my laptop and I had to put my laptop on my back when I rode my bike to work, because I had a high boost, I didn't have no saddlebags or nothing like that at the time. So whenever I rode my motorcycle to work, I would go to Walmart and get me a rotisserie chicken. And I would just eat on a rotisserie chicken all day while I was at work. That would be my meal. Like, I loved it. <laughs> Man, I love rotisserie chicken, but I like to get the one that has the darkest skin. I don't want one that's like, 
I don't want squishy, flabby skin on the outside. It's gotta be like as cooked and crisp as possible. So I can understand some of you guys don't like to touch the skin, but whatever you have to do, like no excuses, shred that chicken up and this, then just track it appropriately based off of what type of meat it is. And my fitness pal, you know, if it's gonna be the thigh, the wing, the breast, whatever. But you guys can get those pre-made rotisserie chickens cooked for you. You can get them at Sam's Club and Costco now or at Publix, Kroger's, wherever. You guys can buy like the Tyson pre-made strips that he was talking about. They have like thinner sliced ones that are like in the refrigerated section. They also have the frozen ones that you can almost just thaw in the fridge the night before, put them in your meal prep and then take, cause they're already cooked and then just warm them up in the microwave. And you guys can also buy pre-cooked chicken breasts in bulk. This is going to be at Sam's Club and Costco. It's usually like a metal tin with like a plastic top. And there's five or six grilled chicken breasts. Like you can see the grill marks on them. They're seasoned, everything. So if you're not a cook or you're traveling or you don't have time, you guys can get pre-cooked um, chicken breasts. And for what? my fellas, one more thing before you move on. Mm. For my fellas. Some of y'all don't know how to cook, but you know how to grill. You can, you can get you a bottle of that zero-calorie spray butter, and you can spray your potatoes, your veggies, and all of that down, put some seasoning on them, throw them on the grill right next to your meat, and then you're good. Like, you can you can cook that on the grill, too. Just a, just a, little, a little side tip. I just had to put that out there for the fellas. But if you don't know how to cook rice, I know there's some people that are not good at cooking rice. This took me a long time to master rice. You're so bad, right? Yeah, that's why I cook that's it in That's why you that never book. cook rice? When I cook it in the steamer. Oh, that's why I be off. <laughs> when I cook it in the steamer, it's good and fluffy, but when I cook it on the, the stove top, it's, it's chewy. So if you cannot cook <laughs> rice, there's pre-made rice. It's going to cost more, but it's going to cost you. You know what I mean? Like if it's done for you, it's definitely going to cost more. You guys can get the Uncle Ben's rice, but read the label. Some of them do have added oil, but some are just like one gram of fat. And then the whole package of rice is almost carbs. Get you 90, a steamer. Yeah, get you a steamer. Get you a steamer. Or learn how to cook the five minute rice. That's what we mostly cook. Well, I cook. I cook it in the steamer. I cook it on the stove. Five minute rice, no shame, white, jasmine, brown rice, like do whatever you have to do. Quinoa is always going to take 15 to 30 minutes, but Uncle Ben's pre-made is going to be 90 seconds. And now a lot of grocery stores, especially Trader Joe's has pre-made rice that is frozen. And so all you have to do is just microwave it for like, I think a minute, a half, two minutes. And then it's like completely ready to go. Also, you guys can buy pre-sliced vegetables zucchini to do like spiralized zucchini for salads you guys can get squash peppers onions all of that that can be put into meal prep you can put them on kebab sticks and throw them on the, on the grill because he's the grill guy you can do it with chicken breast shrimp but you guys can buy pre-sliced vegetables pre-cooked vegetables like the steam bags that he was talking about you guys could do those they're so easy but like your best choice of taste and then flavor and micronutrients will be fresh and then frozen is going to be your second choice you know it won't be as good but just know when you guys are meal prepping frozen vegetables undercook them do you remember why we don't hardly do frozen anymore undercook them because Later, you're going to warm them up and it's going gonna, it's gonna to make them soggy, right? Yep, that's it. Hey. So, like, let's say the, the steam bag says, like, three minutes for broccoli. <clears throat> Cook it two minutes. Because you're going to reheat it the next day, Monday, Tuesday at work. And it's going to cook more and it won't be as watery and stuff. So undercook your frozen vegetables. 
if you're eating them the next day. That's like a good way to do it. But one of the mistakes that people make, or I would say a lot of people make, is they're focusing on these fancy Pinterest, even TikTok recipes while they're trying to lose weight and learn how to track macros. Stop. Those Pinterest recipes are the reason why people are taking four to five hours to cook. It's because there's so many ingredients and there's so many steps. And anybody that makes a new recipe is going to take longer because you're reading, you're double checking, you're making sure each step is right. You're doing things you've never learned how to do. There's even like things that you don't understand when you read the word of that like way to cook because you're not a chef. Stop doing that. Like people are finding three, four recipes a week and then they're spending probably $100 on these recipes. And what happens, you guys? All that shit just sits in your refrigerator. You guys are letting all of that stuff go bad because it makes, it takes so much time and so much effort. Two plus two plus two, two proteins when you meal prep, two carbohydrates when you meal prep, two vegetables and stop focusing on it having to be new, having to be fancy, like learn how to flavor your foods the basic way. Like he said, spray butter, season the shit out of it. Like don't even be worrying so much about sodium, like just lightly put salt on, but make it flavorful and season it with other stuff because if it doesn't taste good, you're not going to eat it. But also if the recipe is so complex, you're not going to cook the stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. And you guys can stretch the proteins you're making. And this is why we do the two plus two plus two, wait, two plus two plus, plus two, two method. Yeah. Three of them. You know, counting is like, you know, hard for me to do right now. But you can stretch the proteins that you're making. So when we're saying things like cooked chicken breast, cooked skinless, you know, boneless chicken thighs, whatever, cooked chicken sausages, ground turkey, ground chicken breast, whatever it is, you can stretch those into other things. Like your meal doesn't have to be chicken, broccoli, and red potatoes. It doesn't have to be salmon, rice, and then Brussels sprouts. Yeah. You can take all of those meats to put them in things like tacos, nachos, Pizza. personal pizzas on like the little flatbreads that we like. He makes a lot of burritos. He makes a lot of wraps. I don't even know which, which is which because you make it as a wrap, but then you cook it on the stove. Is that a burrito? It's kind of come as you go. It's kind of come as you go. It's anything. But yeah, you can use like, you can use like the chicken. You can have chicken tacos. You can have chicken on your pizza. You can have, I mean, of course, you can eat it by itself. Chicken sandwich. Sometimes I make this fake-ass stir-fry. I, I call it fried rice, but I don't use oil. I just use non-stick spray to cook the rice, and I add vegetables in there, onion, garlic. And then I'll take the chicken, and I'll throw it in there, too, and it'll be like chicken fried rice. You can crack an egg on the top if you want, but... I mean, it's several variations that you can do with the meat you have. When she cooks ground turkey, she tells you she keeps a pound and a half of ground turkey on, mm -hmm. on uh, hand at all times because we use it for so many different things. Uh -huh. We put it on our pizzas when we make pizza. We use it to make tacos. We mix it with rice or potatoes and, and eat bowls. it in a combo to make bowls. Like, it's so many different uses. So, yeah, we have the same proteins for those four days, three days. But we're actually eating different meals with them every day. Mm -hmm. And if you guys have family members or kids that don't like to eat meal prep style, where it's like a protein, a carb, and vegetable, 
this is how we teach a lot of our clients to stretch the stuff for their family. So if I make like that pound, pound and a half of ground turkey, my son comes, comes home and he's like, I want to eat something. And I'm like, what? He's like, I don't know. Do you want spaghetti? Because I'm like, if you give him an option, he won't tell you anything. He'll go, yeah, I can use some of the ground turkey and then throw it into making spaghetti. At that point, it's going to take me 15 minutes. Boil the pasta, do the sauce, whatever else is in it, ground turkey, or I can make something else, you know, for him. But it doesn't have to be where it's in a Pinterest recipe. It can be on the side and put into something else. So you guys can dual use chicken breast if people in your house are eating different things. Mm-hmm. Yep. But like most importantly of all, you guys, like stop overcomplicating it. Like protein cook some carbs, cook some fats, two plus two plus two, stop doing 12 ingredient meals that are running up your grocery bills. You're throwing the food out and not making it. And it's also hard to track your macros when you have a meal that has so many ingredients in it versus like five or less. Keep it simple. Two plus two plus two. And that's pretty much it. That's also like we always say, you guys have any comments or questions, you can hit us up uh, on Instagram at Eve underscore Fitchick. Or Randall Guzman underscore. And then it's going to wrap it up for us. So thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you share and tag us on Instagram. And also subscribe so you won't miss any future episodes with us. In the meantime, be healthy and get wealthy. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get wealthy.